welcome to Coffee Time. I am with my buddy again, Ryan Eaton. Uh, and today, uh, I want to talk about financial advice and practical things um, and thoughts, really, that we could kind of flesh out. I listened to this podcast. They gave 10 thoughts on finances. I thought each one of them were interesting. I don't know if I would have said each one kind of the way they said it. So I yeah. kind of got the gist of it. But I thought this would be a good conversation to flesh out with somebody who I've had many conversations with this about. And I know me and you are, are kind of tracking along the same way with finances. We long to be a blessing. Right. Um, we long to be good stewards. And we've had, um, you know, enough of a career to learn uh, what worked and things yeah. we do different, <laughs> you know. That's so right. with with both of those things in mind, what That's worked right. and, what, and things we would do different. Um, I'm just going to kind of read out these okay. things and let's kind of discuss these thoughts. So the the first thought that they had was focus on earning more versus spending less. And their their thought behind this is is like okay, budgeting is good, but oftentimes budgeting makes me think about less. Cutting. Cutting. Yep. And their point is, is that with budgeting, it's it's really easy when you think about like, where could I save money? That's mm-hmm. an easy question. You can yep. do that anytime of like, I could cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. But they said a lot of the wealthy people that they know or people who are walking in financial advice, while they think about budgeting, it's done almost differently. They think about um, how much they want to earn mm-hmm. and then they automate their savings yep. and they automate their giving and then they just kind of live off the rest. Yep. And out of that, they kind of know like what that looks like and that type of thing. But their focus is on earning more. And yep. the, the concept is if I ask a better question, like how can I make blank next yeah. year? Yep that you'll get a better answer and to save money you know, it's like, where could I cut You're you can figure that out, but it doesn't require a lot of creativity. And I would say it doesn't really require the Holy spirit. <laughs> like I'm sure he can help you. Yeah. But I think like, if you ask him a better question, like for father, for your kingdom, father, for my family, father, for your name, yep. how could I take this to this level that, that does open up the, the guidance of the Holy spirit and creativity from our own heart heart. What's your thoughts on, on that? I love it. I mean, that makes so much sense. I mean, from the standpoint, whatever you focus on typically grows, yeah. right? So if you're focusing more on earning than yes. you are cutting, spending, budgeting, reducing, getting rid of, you're going to focus on the earning more. And if you're earning more, this is not as cutting is not as important the yes. more you're earning. So that, that makes perfect sense to me. I, this past year for me, I really focused on increasing it very similar to what you're saying i didn't focus on the 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 cutting side of it i focused on how can i earn more and i was able to see some miraculous things happen just from the standpoint of focus yeah and uh it's it's one of those things that there's a there's a it kind of goes along with this but there's a quote that i love that says when things are going good distractions will show up at your door dressed like opportunities Mm. and i think it's one of those things that if you're focused on spending, you're focused on distractions instead of the real thing that you want to earn yes. more income to be able to do more, right? Yes. And because it's do more for the kingdom, do more for my kids, do more for experiences with the family. That's what I think a lot of people are thinking about. And it's not just about money. It's what can those resources do? Yes. And so I do. I think that that focus is key. And yeah. uh, I love it. When, in, in the process of you thinking about that, or even when you're thinking about that for your, your business and, yep. and for your, do you think about out certain numbers and like compare okay. that okay last year I made blank and the next year I'd like to make blank is yeah. that just kind of how that process works for you 
I'm a geek when it comes to this. Yes. I'm not very OCD on a lot of things, but I'm OCD on, on finances. Yes. I just say it. I grew up as a uh, with a father that was a CPA. <laughs> you know, it, uh, it just is what it is. But I, I look at it. I measure everything. I look at it on a quarterly basis. Yes. And I can tell you the past 10 years how I've grown by quarter. What I made my net worth increased or decreased or yes. whatever the case was. I can tell you what investments I made and why and all the different things. And I track it so I can go back and look and hopefully it'll be a roadmap for my kids one day too. That yes. They can kind of look at some different things. But, you know, I, I believe in the you have to inspect what you expect. And if you're trying to I get like to it. that. You have to inspect. Yeah, inspect what you expect. expect. That's right. So if you're trying to get to this level, you got to look at it on a regular basis. And uh, whatever's it, you know, there's a guy, Grant Cardone, big real estate investor and does some other stuff he writes his goals every single day mm. and he does that because he wants to keep it at the forefront of his mind back to the focus right and he's always he's one of the ones as well that says that he said you need to focus on how to increase your income not to cut expenses mm. if you focus on growing your income you don't have to worry as much about your expenses not that you can live like an idiot sure. but at the same time you're fu you're fixing the problem you're just not fixing it by cutting, you're fixing it by growing. Yes. And so that's that's similar to what, what he says on that front as well. I like it. So, you know, and, and that's something that I would suggest everybody do as far as, you know, like you said, set up those expectations yeah. of, okay, next year, next quarter, next whatever, I'd like to increase my income by blank. I'd that's like right. to increase my revenues by blank. I'd like to hit this sales goal, whatever it may be. Yeah. And and lead that with oh, a dominant yeah. focus. And, yeah. And I would say as well, too, on that, on that front, focus focus on the income, but also focus on the net worth side of it mm. as well, at least for personal yep. finances, obviously sales numbers and other things. But, you know, if you're just making more and you're spending it all, right. you're in a rat race. Yep. And so make sure that you're, you know, the extra money that you make, that you have it yes. going back into something that generates you more money. Yes. And then you're working or working while you're sleeping, basically. Yes. So your money's working for you. I like it. I like it. Uh, number two. And, and these are things like the, the context of this is um, things that you might not be doing that are mm -hmm. subtle but can make a difference. And they said, outsource things that free you up to focus <clears throat> on growth, uh, meaning there are some things that we do uh, that maybe we could outsource. Yeah. And, you know, there are many different examples of that. Maybe it's yard work or, you know, other types of things. Um, that it's like if I outsource blank, then that frees up my mind to be able to focus on growth opportunities or growing some of That's those right. income opportunities. What are your thoughts on that? I like it. I'm a weirdo. I love cutting my grass, and that's one of those things I don't like to farm out. Uh, but, but, but yes, I, I agree 100%. Yes. You know, I heard someone say last week, they said, there are certain things you can't outsource. You can't outsource time with your family. Yes. You can't outsource your spirituality. You can't outsource your own push-ups. Uh, you can't <laughs> like outsource what you, yes. what you put into your body. Yes. Right? But everything else can be outsourced. outsourced. And if you, those things are all important, very, very important. So if you focus on those, doing that, and outsource the other things, you can become better at all those. And I think finances is kind of one of those. You yep. can outsource some of your finances, but no one's going to care about them like you do. Right. And so that's one of those things I, I do. I think you outsource what you can. Yep. Uh, you know, I even looked at this year. I mean, I think people have outsourced going to the grocery store. Or they don't look at it like that, but so many people get the groceries delivered to their house, right? Yes. They've, maybe it's 
extra five or ten dollars, or maybe they just pick them up and some, so they don't have to go in the store and they drive up yeah. and they put them in the trunk. Well, now with Amazon and things like oh, that, there's tons. all kinds of opportunities. That's but right. I, I think one of the things that I noticed with a lot of their advice is like you're trying to free up your your heart and your mind to That's really right. be creative with where you're taking life and taking it their own. Purpose. I love it. So I think that's great. Okay. Number three, and this was interesting to me because the, this, I, maybe they are Christian, but it wasn't like a Christian like advice or podcast or things like that. But of course we believe this, but it's three words are powerful. Um, and they said, you will never rise higher than your money talk. Uh, and that type of thing. That's good. Uh, so I'm like, okay. I like that. Uh, so, but we see from the context of scripture that life and death are in the power of the tongue. That's right. Uh, you'll eat the fruit of your mouth that, you know, Jesus taught us to to speak to the mountain. That's right. um, you know, obviously prayer is a big part of our language. And, you know, I, I don't want people to think that like life is all about money and resources. We know that. And we, we say that often. In fact, the last time we were together, we talked about that rich really isn't a number. Rich is meaningful relationships. That's right. A strong connection with God and others, but we also know poverty is a curse. Yep. Um, and when we are walking in a blessed place, we are able to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that so many so many people's money talk is wrong. Yep. Uh, like, is it easy or is it hard? Is it frustrating or uh, is it is it flowing? Yep. Is it um, you know something you never have enough of, or is it something there's a grace on my life for it? Yep. Um, uh, but I, I thought that phrase was interesting. I'll never rise financially higher than my money talk, yep. that my words are kind of setting a limit there. What comes to your mind when you hear that? First thing that came to my mind when you said that was the, I can't afford that versus that's not a wise use of my money right now. Mm. And it's it's mm. how you say things mm. and it's a mindset, right? Yes. And it's just how you approach that. I love that. Money right. doesn't grow on trees. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that's true. But let's not, you know. But it is made from it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. The uh, yes, I mean, I think comments like that. Yeah. I mean, it's where's your where's your mindset? It's speaking to your own heart. That's right. About what is you know what is your reality? That's and right. I, I think none of us will rise higher than the words that are written on our own heart. No, that's good. But that one statement, like I can't afford that, versus that's not a wise use of my money, right? Right now, mm-hmm. like what a beautiful way to kind of phrase that because it speaks to me like I will be wise, I will be a good steward. That's right. But I'm not going to talk about lack. I'm going to talk about I'm investing my money and taking it in the right direction. That that strong language around that like subject, that. and I like that a lot. Yeah, love it. All right. So four, they said have nicer things, but way less things. And um, they said this, if nicer things will bring peace and joy, money brings things, or many things brings clutter and frustration. Uh, don't accumulate a lot of junk or things that don't bring joy or peace. Focus on a few things that you really enjoy, that when you have them, it really adds value to you. And, you know, I, I, I believe in like the, the simplicity of life and the, the simplicity that I, I think is shown in the life of Jesus 
Uh, you know, we see him be able to really enjoy his friends and enjoy his family. Um, we see him, um, you know, not mind like in the story of the prodigal of a fatted calf or the best robe right. or ring on finger. Like God is a father. He wants us to have, you know, things that bring us joy and peace and things that, um, you know, are, are healthy for our souls. But I have seen of like that sin of overconsumption oh, of like it's one thing for me to enjoy a good steak. It's one thing for me to eat every single dessert, every single meal. That's right. Wherever there is overconsumption. Consumption, typically there is something that's unhealthy. If there's overconsumption of food, it can equal an unhealthy body. But we can't take that to an extreme and be like, I can't ever eat a piece of cake or I can't ever eat, uh, you know, whatever it may be. I think the same thing is true financially of like really learning delayed desire yes. that when I get it, it really means something. That's right. And I'm not rushing out to get all this kind of thing. But like when I get it, like I really do enjoy it. That's right. But I'm not just consuming all of these things things on my just lust and, and right. you know, I want it. So I go out and get it and yeah. that type of thing. I, I'd agree with that statement too. That's a good podcast. I want to get that whenever you're, whenever you whenever we get done. So <laughs> that's me. Uh, the, you know, I know a guy who, uh, and it's not over consumption, yeah. but he had his house, had a, had a hunting camp, had a condo, had a place in the mountains, et cetera. Had a beach, a lake house too, where he goes, he had five places. And these five places, every time I talked to him, he was going to fix something, going to get someone to repair something, going to do this. There's headache with stuff. Yeah. And you got to remember that as well, um, that with consumption, with things, anything good, yes. there's work attached to it. Yes. And and so there's something to be said that too. It takes your time. It'll start draining you or then become something you're frustrated about, et cetera. Um, I agree. There's nothing wrong with having anything nice and there are good things and quality things and things that can last things that you can even pass down to your kids. Yep. But even in my silly example, uh, I, I like guns and have different guns. Well, it, you got to clean all those suckers and scopes get off because <laughs> kids bump them and someone borrows them and stuff happens. I mean, it's just, it's more to do. Yep. And, uh, so I think that, you know, not, Overconsumption is a bad thing in, in just yeah. about any any area. Um, but at the same time, having more things yes. it doesn't make you happier. It, it might be cool, but there's there's a value in renting something or just going over here and doing that, and not feeling like you have to own it all. Yes, and uh, and, and then like because I think you have in, in in spirituality. It's funny to me like the ditches on both sides of yeah. like you can't have anything. That's right. And that type of thing. And then the other thing that evolves over into go after everything and yeah. that type of thing. But like coming back and just realizing no hope deferred makes the heart sick. Mm -hmm. A desire fulfilled is a tree of life. God's a God of meeting our needs, but God is also a God of fulfilling our desires. And that if I, if I have this thing, okay, it's like, I never want to get into overconsumption and we shouldn't, it, it will breed unhealth. In me. Right. Jesus told the parable of a man's ground who brought forth richly. It's like, what will I do? And sin of overconsumption, I'll tear down everything and just build everything greater for myself. <laughs> yeah, it's like, good. no. But at the, the same time, it's like when the son did come home, like mm -hmm. I said, he's like fatted calf, best robe. Yep. 
like let's let's remember this moment like let's really have this mean something and i think one of the things i've realized in my own soul is for a while i kind of went that other way of like i don't want anything i don't have any desires and i I really saw the lord kind of bring that back in my life of like son like i want you to have moments where you see something in your life Mm -hmm. that is a desire fulfilled yep because it will be a tree of life. And like when you have these moments where you, you've saved or it's it's come up and it's increased, That's right. celebrate, like have something That's that right. is nice that does minister life to your soul. And that's all on different levels for different people, that's but whatever right. level you're at, find what that is and let that be ministry to you and really enjoy it that's and good. give God thanks for it. Very good. Um, number five, and this comes back to kind of the first uh, two, lower your stimuli. Um, and basically what they were talking about is, is with the rise of social media, with the rise of digital apps, we can watch TV anywhere. We can watch movies anywhere. We can play video games anywhere. We can check social media anywhere. We can work anywhere, all these types of things. Our brain has so much stimuli that there's no room for it to focus on growth. I kind of like Christmas time. There's no room in the end, (laughs) Uh, you know, because there's so much going through up there that I'm not really thinking about opportunities for growth. And I'm not really seeing where I can take my my life. And so they said, you know, get away from your phone, turn it off. Um, you know, don't watch a ton of news or social, social media, sit in silence, listen to your heart. Uh, meditate. And they said for them, and once again, this was in a Christian podcast, we're like, answers will come. Mm-hmm. Answers will come on where to take your That's life. Good. But they come when you lower that stimuli, sit by a lake, you know, do something, get in nature, mm-hmm. but like listen to your heart and run those questions through your, your, your heart and answers will come. What are your thoughts on that? You know, I've never thought of that like that, but I agree with it. And then, you know, not trying to turn this just necessarily just to a biblical perspective, but you think about the Lord. Yep. Well, he went, got mountains, got by the lake, got away, got away from the disciples, yes. reduced stimuli, you know, and, and I do. I think that's important for us in this, especially the world that we live in now with technology. I think it's good to put a do not disturb all maybe from nine to nine, right? Yep. Or seven to seven, whatever the case may be. Yep. Uh, block that stuff off. Put your phone down. Set screen times if you, if you like playing that game or reading that app or looking at social media. Set timers on there. Where I mean, we have the tools to be able to do it. We just have to implement that because I agree with you. I mean, the news, we've, we've cut off the news completely at our house. We just don't even watch it anymore. Yeah. And, uh, and I think the same thing for all the other stuff because it's so easy to get distracted. Yes. And then if you, if you do lower your stimuli, your mind has time to focus on, back to number one, how to create more income. Yeah. But if you're always thinking about other things, your focus isn't going to be on maybe what the number one thing was is how to increase your net worth. So, yeah. I, you know, from that, I agree. Where would you say a lot of your ideas come from for like business or things that you're, you're doing to take your family forward or that type of thing? Have you noticed any correlation between yes. a specific activity and where answers like that are coming? Being around people like you. I mean, in all fairness, I don't say that to butter you up, but being around sharp people, being around mentors, being around other people, successful business, getting around, you know, the iron sharpens iron type principle, getting around people who are winning and whatever they're doing, they have some type of traits around them that are moving them forward. So I want to get around them and Mm -hmm. see what rubs off on me just from being a part of them. And and so stuff like that to me 
you know, who's doing something good in, I'm in the insurance market. What carriers are doing stuff better than other people? What TPAs are processing and handling administration better? What sales teams continue to have record growth each year? How can I find out who their leaders are and be around those guys? Because yeah. I'm gonna learn stuff from them that I can take back and implement into my, my area. No, so. I like it, I like it. Which brings me to, to the next one and we'll close and we'll pick back up um, uh, in another coffee time. but that ties in so well with the next point it was get wisdom and their point was when you get wisdom you will see things that others don't see uh, because you've trained your eye to see it yeah and they they use the example of you know they're in the real estate uh industry and they were sitting in a restaurant and they overheard at the table next to them these people talking about this apartment complex yeah they said for the normal person they would just hear them talking about an apartment complex for me i was hearing an opportunity mm. because i've read about that so much i'm in that field so much i'm talking with people so much about that that the whole time they're talking i'm like this is an opportunity for me so he said when they got up and left i walked out and started talking to them and they it, sure enough it was an That's opportunity good. for them but his point was, is that sounds, you know, very elaborate, but he's like, no, I've trained my ear to hear in that area. And I thought that was very interesting. We know, you know, Proverbs is God's success book. One of the major things it emphasizes is that wisdom is the principal thing. Yep. It needs to be courted in our life. It needs to be pursued. And, and like what you were talking about just then of like getting around people who are full of wisdom, getting around people who are winning in different areas of life. And that's one of the things that I've seen is I've got some people in my life, they're winning spiritually. I've got some people in my life, they're winning relationally. Yep. I've got some people in my life, they're winning financially. But when I get around them, mm-hmm. um, I genuinely get sharpened that's by right. them. Uh, so, you know, and thinking about that, what have you seen with that outside of like being around people and getting wisdom? What, what place does that have in your life? And man, I think it, it, it you know, we all know read, right? Leaders are learners, you know, in life, we want to make sure we're learning. We want to make sure I think getting around people is another one, but I would say, yes, you've got to be growing yourself mentally, spiritually, physically, all that type of stuff. But wisdom is the chief thing, right? Yes. Like if you get what you will have, you will know how to handle this situation or that situation. I actually, I don't like listening to problems, but I love hearing people say in the insurance industry, oh, well, no one's doing this. No one's doing, and it's like, why can't we do that? Mm -hmm. And what type of a need is that going to solve? Is it really big or is this just one person's problem or is everyone having this problem? We rolled out a new product this year that, you know, there was nothing like it in the market. I think it's got the potential to be able to change the insurance landscape for individuals on the health insurance side. And it's one of those things we've heard people talk about it for years. And finally, it was like, okay, we've heard people talk about this. It's time for us to take action. And so listening as well is part of that wisdom, listening to what other, because if you're talking, you're not learning, right? So listening to what other people say and listening to their problems, how can I... How can I take that problem and create something that's a marketable idea to be able to, back to number one, generate more income? Well, and I I think like one of the things that I've seen you do exceptionally well in your life is prioritize wisdom in, in different ways. And I think, you know, like you said, for reading, that's a big part of my life, yep. but not everyone really learns through just reading and processing information that way. But I've noticed you, you are a very good um, um, learner through audio mm-hmm. and through talking. So listening to books on tape, and then you are very relational 
but those relationships are designed to be a source of wisdom. Yep. Uh, that it's not just designed to be a source of friendship, but you're very good at asking good questions and checking in on things. What yep. are you learning? <laughs> what are you reading? What are, you know, that type of thing. And I think that that's a very interesting way to kind of go about it too, of really working wisdom through relationships and that type of thing. Well, I think about if I can get with you and you just read a book. What did you get out of that book? Knock that one off the list. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 so. You know, I do. I, I like Audible. I, 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 probably it's because I have problems sitting still for long periods of time. <laughs> so at least with Audible, I get up and most grass or do something else along those lines. But yeah, whatever, whatever you can learn from other people, to me, that's... That's my way. And every, some people, uh, my uncle loves magazines. He yeah. doesn't really like to read books, but he likes magazines. I mean, everyone can consume yeah. information in different bits. So there's no, doesn't have to be a book, doesn't have to be audible, doesn't have to be a magazine, yeah. doesn't have to be a Wall Street Journal, doesn't have to be this or that. However you consume information good, maybe it's a YouTube video, maybe whatever the yeah. case may be, but everyone consumes in a certain way. Just consume in the method that suits you best, yeah. but make sure you're consuming good information, but not overstimulating yeah. overstimulating on the wrong stuff yes. right be focused and intentional about it and that intentionality is where you really learn i like it all right well we'll pick up on another session with this i want i want everyone to to keep this conversation within perspective obviously we're talking about financial things we know that's a big part of our life jesus taught about finances and money a lot uh, but we want you to get financial advice with a Christian bent towards it. We don't want the, the chief financial advice that you're getting to be coming from people who have no heart from God and no heart for his kingdom. Uh, so hopefully this helps you in some way. And if so, check out part two.